Perik Yud Mishnah Beis Ashokhe de Sapporo. Generally speaking, a month can have 29 days or 30 days. Now, in the old days, before we had calendars, what would decide a new month? When witnesses would come into the basin and say that they saw the new moon. So if, let's say, you have 29 days from the beginning of the previous month, and now witnesses come in and they see, they say they saw the new moon. So now the 30th day will be day one for the new month, and the earlier month had only 29 days. If they no one came in, so then day 30 will be day 30 of the previous month. You have 30 days, not 29. And the next day will be the new month. Now, generally speaking, it worked out beautifully because let's say you have the month of Nisan. Whenever they decide that the new month begins, whether it's after 29 days or after 30 days, you count 15 days till Pesach because Pesach is the 15th of Nisan. The problem is when you get to Rosh Hashanah because Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the month. So you have to know right away. So what did they do? So what they did was like this. They said on day 30 from the previous month, automatically we're going to make this day Rosh Hashanah. We'll, we'll observe Rosh Hashanah on the 30th day, even though today may end up not being Rosh Hashanah. And in fact, if we see later in the day that the witnesses never showed up, and they make Rosh Hashanah the following day, so this day will never have been Rosh Hashanah. So Rosh Hashanah could either be day 30, or it could be day 31, depending on when Rosh Hashanah is. And therefore, that would make a difference what the last month was. Was the last month 29 days? Or was the last month 30 days? So, in our case, in our mission over here, what happened was, it's the end of the Shemitah year. The end of the year, before Rosh Hashanah. Now comes a fellow, and, and he wants to buy an animal to have to eat for the for the umtiv. So he goes with a few people, and they're going to chip in and buy this animal. But one guy ended up paying for it. One guy paid for it. And when he gives everyone their meat, then they'll owe him the money. One guy paid, everyone else is going to owe him. So it's like a loan. So depending on when Rosh Hashanah is, will depend that the people have to pay him back. As we just said in the last Mishnah, that all loans that took effect during Shemitah are canceled. So if that 30th day, when he, bought, when he paid for the, when he, when he took the meat and gave it to the people, on the day 30, he distributed the meat to everybody. So if that day ends up being Rosh Hashanah, so then they will have to pay back because Rosh Hashanah is the following year after Shemitah. If, however, that day ends up not being Rosh Hashanah, and that's the 30th day of the previous month, only the next day is Rosh Hashanah, it comes that they own the money from when? From before Rosh Hashanah, which is the year of Shemitah. If it's in the year of Shemitah, all loans during the year of Shemitah are canceled, then they will not have to pay back. It says the Mishnah, someone slaughtered a cow at the end of the seventh year, and he divided it up amongst the, pe- amongst the people that they agreed to divide it up with on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, meaning on the 30th day from the previous month of Elul. So what do we say? If the month of Elul is extended, meaning it goes through all 30 days, comes out that this day was part of the previous month, which is the year of the seventh year, and therefore Mishamet, it will be canceled. However, if the 30th day is not going to be from the previous month, it's going to be from the new month, then it will not be canceled, because if it's the new month, the new month is after the Shemitah, so, and all loans, you have to pay back then. Now the mission goes into a different issue. Ha'ones, 
if is this is where if a man forces a woman to have relations with him, if he attacks a woman, or he seduces her, and these are very particular ages, it's referring to unmarried virgin girls between the age of 12 and 12 and a half, so they have to pay, the Rav tells us, 50 shekel. The, 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 the men who did this have to pay the, the, the girls that either he forced or seduced, 50 shekel. This is a situation where men, a husband falsely accuses his wife of committing adultery between the Kedushin and the Arison, between those two parts of marriage, and it was, it was false. So he has to pay 100, 100 shekels. So we're going to see that this case, these cases, this is not these are not considered loans, and therefore, even if it's during shemitah, they do have to pay it. They still have to pay it. The whole and also everything that was backed by Bezin, The rab explains that let's say a person got into a an, an, an argument with somebody, sued someone in court, and the Bezin went ahead and they wrote down that so and so must pay so and so. He won the case and he has written down that someone owes someone the money. Then Ainan Mishamten. Then it is not um it is not cancelled. That has to be paid still. And and this is also going on the cases before the owners of Amotzi Shemra. All these cases, Ainan Mishamten, they're not cancelled. The Mishnah continues, Hamalva al Hamashkon. We alluded to this in the first Mishnah. If a person lends money to somebody, al Hamashkon, but there's collateral. He gives something to the, the borrower, gives something to the lender if it's not repaid. So then we're going to see that it's also not canceled. Let's say a person went ahead and he gave all of his loan documents to the court for the court to collect them. Then also, also it's not canceled. Now, in the first case, the case of where Bezdin was a Maisa Bezdin, where the Bezdin gave a ruling, a written ruling that the person has to pay, the Rav explains because since the Bezdin gave us such a ruling, so therefore the Bezdin has to, the, it's as if it's collected already. The Rav said, it's as if it's collected, and therefore things that are collected are not going to be canceled, even though it wasn't technically collected, but it has that power that we consider it as if it's collected already, as if it went to the person's hand, as if the person collected it already. And this final case that we just read was Hamosish Shirosu Lebezin, the person gives over his documents to Bezdin, he gives over the basin, Enon Mishamtin. Also, those are not canceled. Why? So the Rav brings a Pasuk over here that if you bring your documents to Bezin for the Bezin to cancel to, to for the Bezin to collect them, to, to collect them. So you're not collecting them, it's going on the Bezin to collect. Therefore, they will not be canceled either.